So there is a conception that is in her mind. She knows what she's going to make. But then there is a centering. She has to get that, she has to get that clay on the center of the wheel so that it don't wobble. It's got to be perfectly centered in order to get made what needs to be made out of it. Now listen to me. For some of y'all, your problem is you only live on the edge of the wheel. Edge living. You don't want to be in the center. You want to be on the edge. You'd rather be out there in the edge. Out there in the edge is where you want to be. You have that edge living mentality. But what I'm going to tell you is that if you want something made out of your life, see where she's got it? Right on the dead center of the wheel. If you want something made out of your life, if you want God to transform you today, the very first thing that you've got to do is decide, I want to be right in the center. I want to get in that altar and tell God I'm willing to get rid of what else, whatever it is he don't like in my life. I'm willing to tell God, I'm ready to jerk it all. I don't want to be on the edge. I don't want to barely get by. I don't want to just barely make it. I want to be in the very smack dab center of where God wants me to be. That's where I want to be. See, a lot of you living in living on the edge. Just live on the edge. As long as you live on the edge of the wheel, God will never make anything out of it. You hearing me? As long as you live on the edge of the wheel, God will never make anything out of you. There's the centering of the clay. There's some of you. I'm going to give an altar call here in a minute. And there's some of you all to get in this altar and say, Lord, I want you to center me. I don't want to be out there on the edge. People say, why ain't God doing anything in my life? Listen to me just a minute. Will you listen to me? Why ain't God doing anything in my life? He can't because of the music you listen to. It's got you pushed out to the edge. Why ain't God doing something in my life? He can't because of the people you run with. It's got you pushed out to the edge. Why ain't God doing something in my life? He can't because of the TV shows you watch. It's got you pushed out to the edge. Why ain't God doing something in my life? He can't because of the gossip you tell. It's got you pushed out to the edge. The lies you tell, pushed out to the edge. The things you look at on the internet, pushed out to the edge. It goes on and on and on and on. We have edge livers that want God to do something. And he can't work as long as you're on the edge. So she centers it. So she, there's the conception of the work. There's the, there's the centering of the work. But then there's the crafting of the work. Go ahead, make something. Uh, well, right there, can you whoa? Well, the very first, I will point out just a couple things right there. Number one, as long as she's working, her hands are touching. That makes me want to run and shout. When he's working on you, sometimes it's hard. But you can take, you can take solace in knowing that working on me means he's touching me. Something else you'll notice, I poured that water in there for, before we got started. She never touches the clay with dry hands. Always wet hands. Always wet hands. And you know, that's a picture of the Word and a picture of the Spirit. God will always touch us by His Word and touch us by His Spirit. And I want you to notice the very first thing she did, she run them thumbs down in there and made that hole. 
before she could do anything, she had to make a place on the inside to work. That'll hit you just right in a minute and you'll feel like running a lap. She had to make a place on the inside to work. Amen. Listen to me this morning, church. Listen to me. God does work on the inside. A.W. Tozer said it's a truth that God will never use a man until he first breaks a man. You see, there has to be a way for him to work on the inside. Here in a minute when she goes to crafting, it's that inside hand that applies the pressure. It's that inside hand that does the work. I'm here to tell you, there's something on the inside of me this morning making a difference. And there has to be a place for the inside hand to work. That's how God transforms us. We'll say something right here and then I'm going to to make something. Sometimes I'm afraid we adopt the world's way of thinking. For instance, this youth group, I'm proud of these youth. youth. We'll try to get them in line, try to get them to all look just like. Really what we're doing is trying to get them to conform. But what I want for these kids is transformation. In order for that to happen, God, it doesn't matter. They can dress like me, holler amen like me, run and shout like me. None of that will do them any good until God does a work inside their lives. The same's true with you. Why is it when I preach on young people, y'all go, oh, 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 yeah, amen, like it don't apply to you? It applies to everybody in this room. There's got to be an inside hand. I wonder if there's any of you that have ever really thought about getting in the center and then saying, God, there's a place in my heart that I would love you to work in it. I've got some bitterness in there, Lord. Would you just ease that to the side? i got hurt feelings. Would you ease those over? I've got anger. Would you ease that out of the way? Oh, there's sin in there, Lord. Ease that out of the way. I just want you to have a place to work inside me. Watch your craft. Now, make something. What you're seeing is a lot like what Jeremiah saw. Behold, the potter worked to work on the wheel.
Now, can I tell you something about that? She'll finish up. I'm going to say just a word. That's not as easy as it looks. I'd watched her for uh, a lot. I thought to myself, I can do that. And so I, I put that clay down on there and I did everything. I mean, she's standing over me helping me. And you talk about a mess. I slung it in. Here's what I'm trying to say to you right there is this. It makes all the difference in the world when the master gets his hands involved in our lives. Now, she's made a, a beautiful pot there. There's a firing process. I could preach on all that. There's so much of that to be seen, but that's, I'm really not here to preach on the potter and the clay. I, I'm, I'm preaching on transformation. Do you see the difference between conformity and transformation? Conformity is a mold and pressure and squirting out a bunch of the same things. Paul said, avoid that, church. Be not conformed to this world. Transformation is taking an old lump of clay, centering on the wheel, and allowing the master to put his hands on you. And he'll make some vessels that are mugs and some that are pots and, and some that are bowls. Not everybody can be the same thing. It's different depending on it's different depending on what it is that your God's got for you. But what's important, Brother Neil, is that we get in the center of the wheel and allow the master to put his hands on us. Then he starts transforming. I don't know what all is here. See, I can't see it. I don't know what preachers are out here still yet, deacons, Sunday school teachers, soul winners, extraordinaire. I don't know, Sister Karen, what's out here in the congregation. I see lots of potential, but only God can look and go, all right, there's a preacher. Here's a deacon. Here's a future Sunday school teacher. If they'll just get on the wheel, I know what I would like to make out of them. I know what I'd like to do with them. If they'll just get on the wheel and let me get a spot on the inside and start forming and making, the first thing you know, I'm going to bring a piece off the wheel and everybody's going to stand around and go, wow. Now I want you to consider something. I'm getting ready to give an altar call. This is a strange message. I understand that. I knew it would be when I started. I want you to consider something. Come, come here, Gabriel. Pick that mug up, my mater. Try not to flop it around too much. It's wet, wet. There's still a lot of work to be done to that. There's firings and glazings and all kinds of things still yet to be done to that. But I want to ask anybody with any kind of sense in here this, this morning a question. Which would you rather have? Which would be more valuable to you at this, at this early stage of this process? Which is the most valuable? These things that were pressed out of a mold and cut? Would anybody value this as much as that? And yet this is what the world says you need to strive to be. The world says, be this. This is popular. 
This is powerful. This is prosperous. Be this, everybody. Be this. But by being this, you completely cheapen who you are. Because all you do is get into a mold and get squirted out just like everybody else. But those that have spent time on the master's wheel, anybody that considers it, Karen, knows that it's more valuable than this mess. The dearest people that I've ever had in my life, the people that I looked up to and respected most, were not cookie-cutter conformists but masterpieces from the wheel. I ask you this question. What are you doing with your life? Are you impacting? When you die, will anybody even know you lived? Have you ever thought about that? When you die, will anybody even know you lived? Will anybody, anybody, 10, 20, 30 years after you die, I go, you know what? They made such an impact on my life. They won't if this is all you ever do with it. You'll just die like everybody else. You'll just be like everybody else. But if you'll get on the master's wheel, when you're gone, they'll say, you know what? That was, that was a master's work. They made an impact on my life. They changed me. That's the kind of person I want to be. That's the kind of person I want to be. I wonder if there wouldn't be a few in here to say, you know what, preacher? I'm not satisfied just being what the world wants me to be. I'm sick of the world. I'm sick of what the world wants. I'm not satisfied just being what the world wants me to be. I want to climb up on that wheel and see what God could make out of me. Maybe just climb up in this altar and climb up on the wheel and say, God, I've got a place in my heart right here and if you'd put your hand in there and go to making something, I'll try not to fight against you. And I'll just, I'll, I'll just let you transform me into something else. Something you're proud of. Something he can do something with. Let me mention this. I'll be done. My house probably has more mugs than any other house. You know why? Because the things Rachel's not satisfied with, she brings to the house. She don't put out on the shelf. I'll give you one last thought right here. Paul said there is a sin unto death. John said there is a sin unto death. If you go long enough and the potter can't get you where he wants you, he'll just bring you to the house. All the more reason to get on the wheel. Let's stand to our feet. Father, Lord, would you help us in this place today? God, Christians, whether they be young or old or middle-aged, would you help them to find their place around the altar this morning and ask, Lord, that you would make something out of their lives? God, an impact maker, a difference maker. Lord, would you transform them today? God, I pray, Lord, that you do work, Lord, in this place like only you can. And Father, we'll thank you and praise you, honor and glorify you for all that you do. Because we love you today. It's in Jesus' name we make our prayer. These folks gathering around the altar.
people that are saying, I'm not satisfied with being like the world. I'm not satisfied with doing what they say. I'm not satisfied with being pressured. I'm not satisfied with being dismayed just like another conformity. But I rather would like to be transformed. I'd like to be renewed. I wonder if there'd be some others. Preacher, this morning I want to come and say, Here I am, Lord. Put me on the wheel. Make a place inside my heart. Make a place inside my life. Where I could be different. I want to be different. Allow the Lord to to work and to do his his work on you today. Preacher, I'd like to volunteer myself for the Lord's work. I'm coming forward. Getting on the altar. Climbing up on the wheel. Said, I don't know what you want me to be, Lord, but I'm a candidate. I'm a candidate for transformation. I want to be made new. I want to be made new. Father, Lord, oh, we thank you for working in hearts. Would you help us, Lord, to always remember this day and what the touch of the Master's hand can do? Help us, Lord, not to conform to the things of the world, but to transform. Help us, Lord, to allow the Master to do work on the inside. Help us, Lord, to be different, meet for the Master's use of vessel that could be used of him. Bless us and help us and touch us now as only you can. And Father, we'll thank you and praise you for all that's accomplished. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. You stay till you get done. Stay till you get done. Don't get in a hurry. What we need is transformed. You know what I want for this church as its pastor? I want God to make out of it what he wants. And that requires each one of us to be transformed. Boy, I believe God's doing some works in some hearts. Anybody got anything before we dismiss?